All right, hey guys, back with another episode of Faucet Failure. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about sleep related violence and how crazy it is. So, we basically read an article in class about just like the basics of sleep related violence and like one case on it that this guy he was married and then one night he started sleepwalking but then he stabbed his wife 44 times and then dragged her body into the swimming pool and killed her but uh he claimed he was unconscious and like doesn't remember any of it and he was sleeping but the whole thing lasted 45 minutes so um people just don't really know if he was actually sleep walking and doing that or he was he's just using that as an excuse so the one thing about it though is that his relatives did come up and say that as a child he did sleepwalk a lot and he had been known to be violent while asleep like if somebody were to touch him or get in his way he would like he this one instance he threw his sister out of his way whenever she tried to stop him from um, leaving the house while he was asleep so a big question that we're debating today is whether or not people should be held responsible for their actions while they are sleeping. So in the article that we're going to be talking about today, this man was having multiple affairs. Like uh, with his, he was cheating on his wife, basically. And after being caught multiple times by um, his wife's family, he decided that he was going to like plot a way, make a way to just murder her whole family. So he had them all together basically at night and set the building on fire where they were at. But whenever it was brought to court, he said that he was sleeping and there was no way to prove that he did it. So he was basically using this like this problem, like this like problem, like using violence in sleep as I guess a way to get out of court and get out of his problem and as the years go on a lot more people are using this way of like saying they have a disorder with this to try to justify their actions while they're asleep when when in reality they don't they have no way of proving that they actually have this disorder so this next article just says that um, estimates indicate that approximately 1.7 to 2% of the population experiences some form of sleep-related violent behavior. And there are several causes that can um, like bring sleep violence. And some of them are history of parasomnia, and that's sleepwalking or sleep-talking, and stress and psychological conditions, and alcohol and drug use, especially like right before you go to bed and medication like taking a bunch of different medications and not having enough sleep and then other mental and physical conditions like epilepsy neurodegenerate disease and parkinson's and disassociative disorders like ptsd and it says like many of them create conditions that can cause sleep violence in anyone's life and um apparently whenever you're sleeping your your mind is still active So that's kind of what allows you to still, like, be in motion and, like, have the ability to, like, be violent in your sleep or do anything in your sleep. So the real hot question for today is, (laughs) should people be held responsible for their actions while they're sleeping? 
how do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like they're responsible for it? Do you feel like they should be held accountable for what happens whenever they're asleep? Yeah, I think they should be held accountable just because, like, there's no way to, like, prove that they were actually asleep. And, like, even if you commit murder or even, like, hit someone in your sleep, like, like, that's your actions, whether you're conscious or not. It's just such, like, a hard thing to prove. So, and, like obviously people are going to take advantage of it and say like oh I was asleep like I didn't know what I was doing it's just like an easy way out and also I feel like I feel like if people if somebody's asleep and they're not controlling what they do it would be the same thing as somebody being like under the like under the abuse of like drugs and alcohol and stuff because then again whenever you're using drugs and alcohol you're not the person you are whenever you're sober there's no way like there's just don't you just don't act like that. <laughs> exactly i don't know i disagree because in like the same article it says like that you're still like technically conscious like that hold on let's go back it says that um it may seem that there's no consciousness during sleep but there actually is so i feel like you're still aware but like you're asleep and i don't i feel like it's different than like drugs and like yeah it is and like alcohol because like it's more of like a body like it's an outside thing controlling your body but then if it's like a sleep disorder it's like your own brain like just like taking over and like it's still like yourself but i feel like they don't have any control over it like there's nothing that they can do to like stop it if they don't know what's going on yeah that's true many of the um many of the articles that we reviewed about sleep violence a lot of the people who have woken up to killing their lover anybody in their house they uh they seem very distraught afterwards like they are so appalled by the fact that something so terrible happened and they don't know they have no clue who did it they get really um they they're just so much in pain because they don't know that they did it so a big reason to argue that they should not be held accountable is because they have no consciousness of what they're doing during that time So, all in all, there's not enough known about the case and how it actually affects you during your sleep to be, like, to be proved that it is your fault or not your fault about what you do while you're asleep. Yeah, especially violence. Because, like, I feel like it's just such, like, a hard case to even, like, study. Yeah, like, there's, like, no way that you can track it. There's no way to know if somebody truly, like, has any memory or, like was conscious enough to know what they were doing and I mean there's just like a possibility that people can take advantage of the disorder and claim that they have it to get themselves out of trouble because they know that there's no evidence to prove that they weren't suffering from the disorder yeah. Yeah. and unless like scientists go in and actually do a sleep like experiment yeah. that like studies the brain and studies like people who actually have like in our diagnosed with sleep violence like there's no way it's just yeah. a hard it's just a hard thing to figure out there's so um we're just gonna agree to disagree <laughs> that people should be held responsible for like their actions during while they're sleeping yeah because people in our group they agree and then others do not so it's yeah. kind of hard to be butt heads on that decision yeah so All right, thank you for listening to Faucet Failure, and join us next week whenever we go over the topic of operant conditioning and phone usage behaviors.